Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. So with these gradual easing of restrictions, uh, many have decided to return to the streets to shop rather than continuing for the most part to order online. Is this going to remain the case for the foreseeable future? Uh, Will some businesses be forced to change their business model to keep up with ongoing trends? And are a lot of people still choosing to do most of their shopping online because of concern about social distancing and the like? Well, Jen Ronan, a well-known blogger from Limerick and a good friend of the Limerick Today show, is uh, on the line right now as is Grace Collier, who's the owner of the clothes shop uh, Spice Vintage in uh, Limerick. And you're both welcome. Uh, Good morning to you. Um, Jen, what's your sense of it? Um, Obviously, people used to shop online quite a bit before lockdown. Then it became a big, big thing. Are people getting out and about more or is it still tending towards online? Um, I think, hi Joe, how are you? I was, uh, nearly dozed off listening to Ennio Marconi there. <laughs> oh, in a good way, I hope. Um, oh yeah, no, in a good way. I was very soothed and relaxed for a Monday now. It was great. Yeah. Um, well, I think, like, as my I told my sister I was going on talking about it, and she looked at me and she goes, why are you, talk- why are you talking about online shopping? You never do. So I was like, hey, excuse me. I do bits and bobs. I think um, I think people will probably um, still automatically go out just for the want of going. Like, you can't beat a browse in person. And especially for me, I'm short, but I've got a few pounds on me, so I don't tend to shop online clothes. Um, I tend to always go and see them and see if they fit me. So by the time the like pennies opened in all those places, I was hanging to go down there because everything I owned was threadbare. But um, I think in terms of products and things like that, I think people might start realising how handy it is to buy things online, but also to kind of click and collect as well is still kind of a it's a happy medium for some people. Mm. So they can actually go and, you know, pay. And then, especially now with the queuing systems and people coming in and out, the click and collect is quite good because then it sort of saves you time in the queuing. You know, you can queue for something that you've already got. Um, I think it's a lot harder probably to, to browse now and hopefully that will ease up a little bit. But I was trying to think of the first time I bought something online and I think it was a book. Um, and I was so excited to get a book in the post, forgetting that I had actually paid for it. You know, um, <laughs> I was like, oh, what a lovely present. Oh, wait, no, I broke that book. Um, <laughs> I and I think the most unusual thing that I bought years and years ago was a big red cinnamon chewing gum. I just decided on a whim, but see what I can get, you know, because they didn't do it at the time. And I ended up buying like 12 packets of big red chewing gum on eBay. So, uh, and Jen, yeah. you mentioned <laughs> pennies there. I mean, yeah. initially we know when it reopened, the queues yeah. were ridiculous. Um, yeah. But are the queues still quite long? And is the shopping experience, the live shopping experience, taking uh, much longer? Well, the queuing system is much better because I think before, when it was an organic queue that was building because of crowds, they weren't managing it because they just expected it, you know, of a weekday or whatever. But now everybody's so conscious of queuing. Um, like I was in Galway at the weekend and we went out for socially distant. That's a whole other ball game. God, that was a, it was a very strange experience. But um, the queuing was really fast, really good. Still distancing, but we were able to go in quite quickly um, for a, a Sunday, which was quite good. Um, and I found it good. But at the same time, there's very, like, you ha- wear the masks and wear the gloves and you go out because the way the shops are laid out, they're not laid out for COVID social distancing, especially if you're in the aisles or in certain sections, you could end up like walking past loads of people brushing off them the same as you would. So I think people really have to be vigilant with the masks and stuff like that. Um, and do you wear masks? Is, yes, I do. Yeah. Um, but it's really funny because my glasses steam up. So I have to try and work out a way. Uh, I either go blind or I go healthy. So I'm like trying to hold my mask and put tissue underneath the the mask so that my glasses don't steam up when I'm walking. <laughs> Got to and, be a walking hazard for people. And, and but, Jenna, um, are you still in the minority when it comes to mask wearing from what you're seeing yourself? 
I have. Yeah. I do notice people wearing masks, but probably because I'm wearing them, but I do notice a lot of people. Like in Penny's now, there was very few people wearing masks walking around. And I think that's, they're not saying like wear a mask 24-7, but if you're going to be out of places where you can social distance, where it's not possible, you have to wear the mask. Yeah. You know, um, and, and do you so, find that people are looking at you oddly for wearing one? No, I, I think people are used to seeing them. I think yeah. people need to, I don't know why people aren't. And it's really, like, it is quite tough. I mean, if you're running or if you're doing exercise, I can imagine you wouldn't be wearing a mask because you'd suffocate. Um, like well, I've I, I wore one, they said for people, I wore yeah, one um, yesterday for a specific reason. And, yeah. you know, they are uncomfortable. Now, I know you get they used are. to them. I know <clears> and people are going to yeah. be going mad saying, Joe, you shouldn't be saying this. But you know, it is one thing that I think a lot of people can understand why yeah. with the mixed advice and now yeah. trying to get people to wear them um it, it is it's a tough barrier to break down to get yeah. people to use them but i think in the grand scheme of things that wearing a mask is easier than having to wear a ventilator Do you know like well, with yes. COVID and yes. stuff, it's a small price to pay very fair and point know, jen and i know somebody whose mother died of covid i know i've firsthand sort of knowing someone and i think if it's you know if you don't know it it's probably harder to Kind of be motivated because it doesn't directly affect you. Only the sort of the the results of the COVID will affect you. You know the outcome. But if you know someone, for me, I like I feel very bad if I don't wear a mask then because I'm like, oh God, his mom. You know, died of COVID. I, you know, the least I could do is wear a mask and not grump about it. I mean, grump about it all you want. And um, it saves me having to do my makeup, which is fantastic. I love that. Yeah. You know, I can um, walk around going, oh yeah, I'm really pretty underneath this mask. Yeah, fabulous. Don't leave us. <laughs> don't leave us hanging now on the Galway experience. So you were out in Galway over the weekend. What was that oh, like? strange now they were very strict I have to say they were really really stuck to the letter they were screened up and we went out to um, a place we booked in advance you weren't getting in unless you had you know had booked a place um, and so we went in I think there was six of us in total so we had a big booth and we'd all been quite close even travelling as well now we wore the mask um, but the, the distancing every every booth had a perspex screen so it felt like we were almost part of a museum display you know eating behind the screen and people walking past and um, but it's quite costly at the moment because you have to buy the substantial meal and, and in Galway especially they weren't spending on that at all. So even if we were there at 10 o'clock at night we had to order food and we had eaten you know at about I don't know 6 or whatever. So it was really tough like I, I felt more of a food hangover now than a booze hangover and I wasn't happy about that. Yeah, you know yeah, um, but they did stick to it they were very strict I just we found it very odd like the pubs were very empty and not kind of heaving of a Saturday night so it's all changed really like and Hopefully now the smaller bars will open um, past the once I think in two weeks is it? The twentieth, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think it'd be nice to see what changes are there then. But I mean, looking at the pictures from Dame Street in Dublin over the weekend, I got, they're going to have some job trying to enforce the social distancing. I think people are just it's it's like a, a mob mentality kicks in and the intelligence drops. Yeah. And everybody just sort of I, piles on, you know. I think it's going to be a, a big two weeks for the pub industry. I think they're going yeah. to be under enormous <laughs> pressure to allow the fuller reopening of mm. pubs um, in two weeks' time. We're chatting to yeah. Jen Ronan, a uh, blogger, of course, uh, uh, here in Limerick. And Grace Collier is with us as well. She's the owner of the clothes shop Spice Vintage. What are you experiencing, uh, Grace, the uh, people coming in versus online shopping and all of that? Hi, Jen. Hi, Hi Joe. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm actually, I suppose it's kind of a, a different situation for me now at the moment. I actually haven't reopened and I announced <coughs> I announced at the weekend that I'm actually not reopening at all and I'm going to stay continuing on with um, online and the website mm-hmm. because it's after exploding and I could never have anticipated the, the level of people that are buying off the website. The speed, it sells out, it sells out in about half an hour. 
Oh, wow. And, oh, it's insane. That's and brilliant. I, yeah, no, it's great. I just never, I really never thought it would be like this. It was kind of, at once I closed, um, closed on the 15th of March, whatever. It was like a month and a half of selling off the Instagram. And then I realized, God, I actually, I can't keep up with this. It was just so many DMs and it was just crazy. So I was like, right, mm. I'll go off and I'll build myself a website. And that's what I did. And I launched it about, nearly about two months ago now and I I do stock drops every Friday at 6pm and consecutively every single week it is sold out in less than half an hour. Last week it was like in six minutes I'd sold half of what I put up which was about (laughs) 70 items gone in six minutes. It was, it's crazy. So it was kind of, it came down to the wire for me and it was like, right, you know, it's either go back and open the shop and set it up mm. in terms of social distancing and screens and masks and mm. no one can try things on. And I don't know if you guys have been experienced with trying on vintage clothing, but when you're shopping vintage, you absolutely have oh, to absolutely. try stuff on. Yeah, because the sizing is so different from all different er- er- eras. So it's just one of those things that's like, look, you have a decision to make because I'm a one-woman show, you know, so I can't, I could never have done both. Um, so I just said, right, I'm just going to stay going with the website and nurture that, and that's what I'm right. doing. I, 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 I know uh, this weekend. is. We just, we, I think we just need to take a second here now because this is a very. Sorry, I was sig- going ninety there. No, 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 no. It's not that. <laughs> it's just this is a very significant development here. Yes. So you, you you are saying you started off with your physical premises and people will know it and be aware of it here in Limerick City, and yes. that was working well for you. Oh um, yeah, it was flying. Uh, yeah, you 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 had some online presence before COVID or none? Yeah, we talked about this before, George. Yeah. Remember, it was I. I basically um, I was lucky in that sense. Now it wasn't just like a random kind of I. I made a website and it blew up. It was an accumulation of two years of doing Instagram story selling. So what I was doing was I was styling outfits and I was posting them to my Instagram story and customers were messaging me and then I was posting stuff out to them, taking payment through PayPal, all that business. And it used to sell out really, really fast. So I suppose I had a reputation for clothes selling fast. Um, and then as, and that kind of carried over to the website then and, it's it's just been the same thing. Like but, I, but, I really. But, but now, as a consequence of COVID, as you you have yeah. made a judgment now that your physical premises will close, which means that you know we'll lose that to yes. to, to the city. That's the reality of it, uh, yes. the physical side. And you've yes. gone completely because of it being accelerated by COVID nineteen online. Yes, this is true. Like my whole. Um, like everything, my life direction, um, my setup, everything has been flipped on its head due to COVID. And I was presented with an opportunity, and it was a case of, you know, do you run with this and nurture this and put all of your energy into this? Or, mm. you know, I would have realistically, I would have had to take down the website that's thriving and go back and continue on the way I was with, with, with the shop that was also doing very, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I could not do both, so it was it was just 
And, and the, the only things. thing is, because I have talked to some people um, who have chatted about, you know, when someone comes in and tries something on um, mm. in, in a lot of places, th- that has to be taken and especially cleansed now before oh, we yeah. put yeah. back um, uh, on the rack again. Um, but the advantage, of course, is that you get to touch and feel and wear the clothes before mm. making mm. a purchase, Grace. That's the thing. And I suppose... It's, I'm, I'd be quite lucky that I, I presume it's a generational thing. Like, my customer base would be, <laughs> if you want to call it, like, professional <laughs> online shoppers. Do you know what I mean? Mm. They're, they're, um, they they're know so their sizing. Yeah. yeah, they're so used to it. They know their sizing. And the images that I put up, they're, they're very clear. I take my pictures in daylight. Mm. Um, and it's one of those things, it's just, they're very clear. It's very obvious. I put up the measurements. Um, it's the clothes I'm modeling the clothes at the moment because obviously I can't get any any models at the moment with COVID. Mm. But they know my sizing and it, they just have confidence in it and they know that if if there is a problem with the item, then they can just message me on Instagram and we can have a chat with it and or chat mm. about it and it's fine, you know. So it's one of those things. It's if it's different with bigger companies. Like yeah. that's the beauty of being a, a small business is that they feel like they can just you know, message me and if something doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world, you know, where it's like, mm. you're not going to message ASOS and ask for a favour, you know? So, yeah, I, 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 that, I would yeah. buy online. Yeah. I, I would have to return, I would probably have to try on a lot of stuff and then return it yeah. and get it back. And like, to think that it would take about four weeks to get a top for a night out when I could go and try it on and see myself in it and look at the shape and especially when you're mm. not, a, you know, a kind of a universal size 10 or a 12, you know, it's really hard to get sizing. And like you said, with the vintage, part of it is going into the shop and looking at all the stuff, you know, yeah. and getting sort of delighted. And it's, it's a bit of a double-edged sword because on the one hand, you want Limerick to be full of independent businesses thriving and happy. But on the other hand, you want to keep your business going and save the business. You know, that's so I think... Yeah, but that's that's the fear now because I mean the, the reality is that, and I know they're for different reasons and we're talking <coughs> about different businesses but as we mm. know we have seen the likes of Argos closing its branch yeah, on Cruz's yeah. Street we've seen Mother Care we've seen the much bigger Debenhams close mm. now we're hearing yeah. from you that Spice Vintage is closing for different reasons and, and exclusively yeah. online it is very yeah. worrying for mm. Limerick City Centre as a location well, the council is going to have to look at that in terms of because the people are, are willing to, you know, set up businesses and stuff in there. We've had, I mean, like the late Leslie Anne Dan and a few other people were always into setting up businesses and different things like that. But I think the council is going to have to maybe, you know, look at things. I don't know anything really about that, but I can imagine it's a nightmare um, trying to set up. Grace, you probably you know way more about this than me, but um, I would yeah. imagine it's probably taking on the council and trying to get them to look at their I don't know, like yeah. the rates or plans or something, because it's just starting to look derelict now. You yeah. know, it's what, what do you think, Grace? Um, I don't know. I think it's it's up to individual. Like, I don't really know if it's if it's that to a certain extent, yes, on the council, but then to a mm. certain extent, it's about inspiring people to take the risk in the first place. I had loads yeah. of people call in to me <laughs> in Limerick, being like, "Oh, how did you get set up?" And you know, it, it's mm. like. It's one of those things people feel like they they don't even know where to start. There's not really that much support for them. They're not they, yeah. they don't feel like they can take the risk. It's an Irish thing as well, is that mm. we're not really risk takers. So I suppose it's just about like learning what the risks actually are and, and finding ways to ease them yeah. for people. But, but, but am I right, Grace? That it, with incentives. It's going to be cheaper for you now to run your business without the yeah, physical like, premises. Yeah, overall, yeah, it would be, you know. But at the same time, um, 
like my rent is not ex- that's why I love Limerick like the rent is not mm. extortionate like I was under no pressure really at all like it, everything was great it's just mm. one of those things like this is a positive thing me moving online do you know what I mean so well it is yeah. for you it is for you but it's not nec- it's not necessarily that, yeah. positive for, everyone, for, for the yeah. offering that you know Limerick City and Limerick City Centre mm. has that's the point yeah. I, I yeah. get it it's positive for you it's you know it, it's you making a sensible business decision a- yeah. absolutely alright well listen thank you both very much really interesting to hear that uh, Grace Collier and thank you for letting us know about it uh, owner of the clothes shop Spice Vintage which will not be reopening in physical form because of the success of uh, online um, uh, accelerated uh, during uh, the lockdown uh, and also great to chat uh, to Limerick blogger and good friend of the Limerick Today show Jen Ronan Call Limerick Today now on 461995